I'm Dan Joseph. You're listening to the Dan Joseph's America podcast. For the first time since 2019, immigration is the issue that Americans care the most about. It's more important than the economy to most Americans. 28% of Americans, according to a new Gallup poll, says say that um, immigration is the top issue facing the country. And that's up eight points since last month. And a lot of people see the immigration issue and the crisis at the border as an existential threat to the United States. And it's almost all due to an increase in Republicans who say that immigration is first on their list. And that number has increased dramatically since the border security bill died in the House because Trump wanted immigration to be an issue that benefits him during the election. I still contend that it was a good bill that would have dramatically decreased the number of those who are coming into the country, either through crossing the border illegally or being granted asylum. But it, it didn't pass. Um, now, in another piece of immigration news, media on the right has been talking nonstop about a student at the University of Georgia who was stabbed to death by an illegal who came into the country by crossing the border in 2022. The girl's name, Lakin Riley, and it's just a, a tragic situation. Uh, this guy who committed the murder was captured by Border Patrol in 2022, and he just they just let him go. They just let him let him into the country. And the result was deadly. The result was the death, the violent murder of a 22 year old. Now I'm, I'm a bit torn on this one. Yes. The guy should not have been led into the country. And in September, 2023, he was arrested in New York city for child endangerment. And then, and they let him go there too. New York City is a sanctuary city. It restricts law enforcement from cooperating with ICE. So he was not put into deportation proceedings. And that's a failure. That's a failure of the entire system. Now, Republicans have been quick to place the blame on Biden here for the murder. And, and yeah, I mean, he, he does deserve blame for certain parts of this. His lax border policies have dramatically increased the number of migrants coming across the border. And, and, and some of them are going to be violent. Some of them are going to be criminals. Not all of them, not the vast majority of them, but some are inevitably going to cause problems. We had a, another incident in New York City, too, a couple weeks ago. A group of migrants beat up a police officer. It was terrible. Now, they were arrested. I don't, I don't know what their status is right now, but they are, uh, they are in custody. And, and the Democrats are running scared now. Mayor Eric Adams in New York, really mad, madder than I've seen any Democrat about the illegal immigration issue in my lifetime. Uh, he's flipped out, and now he supports deporting migrants who are involved in serious crimes. It's a big step. He wants to modify the city's sanctuary laws. And there are even whispers now that Biden is considering reinstating the Remain in Mexico policy, which was Trump's policy that was working. And that Biden overturned as soon as he got into office. So, so this is something for which the Democratic Party and President Biden are responsible. And they are now facing the backlash, which I, which I think is a good thing. I think Biden should secure the border now. Better late than never. But, but he still deserves the blame. Not for the murder directly. I, it, it, you don't want to blame the president 
for murder. The, the murderer is obviously responsible for that. But for creating a situation where migrants can commit crimes like this in the United States. Yeah, and you know what the turning point was in this debate. It was when Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, started busing the migrants to sanctuary cities. New York being one of them, Chicago too, and and the left went crazy. They said, oh, that's cruel, and it's a human trafficking, but it made sense to do it. Got their attention. Texas was overwhelmed with migrants. They had to do something. And these cities literally have a sign hanging on them saying sanctuary city, so it makes sense to send them there. And the problems liberal New York City had and is still having the because of the influx of migrants – that's turning even progressive New Yorkers against the Democrats. So it worked very, very effectively. Now, will those Democrats vote for Trump? I doubt it. But the real question is, even if Biden reinstates Remain in Mexico or something like it, was the political benefit to the Democratic Party of letting three years, more than three years, if you really look at the long-term effects of this, three years worth of migrants into the country unfettered, was the political benefit greater than the backlash. Because we, we know that the reason for the crisis was because Biden is beholden to the far left and their activists and the far left activists want open borders. They want to let everyone in because they view it as an act of compassion. And of course, the Democrats want to have as many migrants come into the country as possible because they think it helps with Hispanic voters. And as generations pass, they believe that these migrants and their families will become loyal Democrats, and that this will help them in elections. That's the calculation. Now, like I said, it's not fair to paint all migrants as criminals and murderers. The vast majority of them are good people. They came here for, to work. They came here for a better life. I understand that. And they help America in a lot of ways. They are cheap labor. They're taking jobs that regular Americans won't do. I'm not going out there, uh, you know, to pick vegetables in the hot sun in California they, they they work in the agricultural section sector. They make the service sector work in certain places. They're good for the economy. If you, if you were to deport every illegal immigrant in this country, the economy would collapse. You would have entire industries that collapse because they can't find workers. And of course, you have Donald Trump out there saying that he's going to deport them. The, the largest mass deportation in history, which he won't actually do. He said that in 2016, he never did it. He won't do it if he wins this time because first, it's not logistically possible to round up millions of people and send them to another country. And I don't think Trump wants the political blowback that will come from the news showing ice storming homes of migrant families in the middle of the night, taking them out in cuffs, right? I mean, Americans may be against illegal immigration, but they don't want these families punished for just wanting to be in a country that functions properly. If you lived in Guatemala or El Salvador, you would too. You'd want to be here too. You'd be doing everything you could to get into the United States. Um, a lot of people don't have a serious problem with them being here. Most of us aren't affected in any way by people crossing the border and staying in this country, at least not in ways that we can see. But now you have big cities being overrun. You have city resources in New York and Chicago being cut because they have to take care of the migrants. Medical care, food, school for their kids, shelter. They're, they're, they're canceling sports in schools so that migrants can stay in the gymnasium. That happened uh, at, at a couple places. 
And that kind of thing is upsetting to people. And they see that uh, non-governmental organizations are handing out debit cards and money and food to migrants, cell phones in some cases. And and, then I understand. I get it. Migrants and their kids need food. And we are compassionate enough to not let them starve and to get the medical attention they need. And, And besides, the kids are innocent and all this. They don't deserve to suffer. But the free stuff is obviously going to incentivize more migrants trying to come here. And it's obviously going to make people who are natural-born citizens and live in these cities, upset. Because those are resources, those are tax dollars that they are paying to get those resources and those services themselves. And and Biden just, he needs to do something about it. Not just because it's the right thing to do, but because if he does nothing, he he's going to be in really bad shape come November. So, so you need to make sure the migrants stay in Mexico where they will wait for their asylum hearings. There's no good reason why they shouldn't. You don't just let them into the U.S. This has always been the problem. And and on the GOP side, yeah, Congress needs to pass laws that stop the illegal border crossings outside of the ports of entry. For that, they require more resources that only additional funding and a bill passed can do, can provide. Um, I will say that over the years, the rhetoric from the right has developed a certain toxicity to it. I'm, I'm not going to deny that some on the right are way too upset about this issue. And, you know, I, I wonder what their motives are exactly. Uh, but it is against the law. So you know, conservative media has been talking about this nonstop for 15 years now. And, and there are a lot of people in the conservative sphere who have no problem with mass deportations or with denying basic necessities to those who are here already. But they have a right to be upset. And and this is a problem that could largely be controlled with the stroke of a president's pen. And up until Trump, every president refused to do it. Despite the fact that illegal immigration is against the law and we need to enforce our laws. Because if the border is wide open, we are basically saying the law doesn't matter. And that national sovereignty isn't an important thing. And also, we don't know who's coming in. It might be a poor guy just looking for work. It might be a family looking for a better life. But it also might be a sick murderer. And we have a right as Americans to be safe. But in the end, I think eventually Republicans and those concerned about the border will win out. Uh, Biden will either suck it up in the next couple weeks, reinstate remain in Mexico, and, you know, progressive activists be damned. What are you going to do? Vote for Trump? Or Trump will win and reinstate those policies. So the resolution to this is closer than ever before because it finally became a political problem for Democrats. I'm Dan Joseph. Please subscribe to this podcast and check out my YouTube page, Dan Joseph 78 on YouTube. New video coming soon. It's on Donald Trump. Is he a racist? I asked that question. Also, I tried to answer it. I will see you all on Friday.